They're bigger than Thor's penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We yeah. should introduce, introduce our fourth guest. Yeah. Fourth guest yeah. He was a tiny Thor dog. Thor dog. Yeah. With, Thor dog with a giant hammer. Yeah, a giant hammer between his legs. Yeah. He's, he's been so good, by the way. And he's fascinated by mm, the Luna, cat. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh Luna, and, Luna and Thor. It sounds oh my like God, a This sounds fairy like a love affair. Luna. to Better in Bed, the podcast where we talk about sex and inspire you to get better at it. So thanks for listening to us so far. We've really enjoyed putting all of our episodes together for you. Um, if you're enjoying our show, you know what to do. <laughs> Please rate, review, subscribe, download. Tell us how you like us, how you dislike us, anything really. We'd love to hear from you. Um, it helps us make um, well, it helps us feel better about ourselves. <laughs> I think. It validates us in some yeah, way. Yeah, it does validate us in <laughs> it some gives, way. Gives us meaning. Uh, not to mention, it also does help us with iTunes so that other people can find us better. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get in touch with a story or an idea, then please come find us at sarahsense.com or you can get us on social media at hello sarahsense. And obviously, my co-host Jai and podcast producer extraordinaire. <laughs> permanent guest who still won't. Permanent laugh. guest mm-hmm. is at Double Star Co. Um, Jai, you've managed to actually get us on SoundCloud now, haven't you? I have. You? Yes, that yeah. works. So if you're an Android user, you can use that. It's probably a little easier than the other apps. Yeah. So awesome. Um, today's topic is mastering the art of tease. Now, what is tease? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to define it. First, and then you two can weigh in on what you think tease actually means to you. So I think tease for me is this idea of like building anticipation and sexual tension. And it's kind of like that, you know, push pull where you give someone just enough to get keep them interested, but <laughs> not too much. Right. What does yeah. tease mean to you? Um, it's frustrating. <laughs> um, Blue balls. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I think you said it right. I think I think for me, whenever I thought about tease, it, it's definitely it's a part of seduction, and I think yeah. that's the fascinating part about it is that it's it's a craft in a mm. I don't want to say process. Process makes sex sound awful, but I guess it has to be. But um, should we introduce our guest? Let's introduce our guest before we ask <laughs> yeah. her any questions. <laughs> um, so our guest today, her name is Ia. She's originally Danish, um, but she lives in Hong Kong now. She's an aerial arts instructor, which just means that you help women dance through the air, right? Yes. With um, all kinds of sort of circus apparatus. So like everything yes. from silk, hoop, trapeze, so on. Chains. Chains. Really? Ooh, ooh. Yeah. I like that. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of aerial arts. Um, I've been to many of her performances personally. Um, but that's not all you do. You're also a... Rolfer. A rolfer. I am. We're yes. going to ask you a little <laughs> bit more about that. You're a, a Rolfing is a kind of clinical massage that you give to people. It, yeah, it's, um, it's a structural alignment technique so mm. that the body... You, you try to align the body and all the injuries should go away. So, yeah. But uh, I was also trained in massage. so okay. I do both. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and interestingly enough, you have a degree in linguistics. Which I do. You, really? Which <laughs> yes. you, 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 do you use that at all? I have never used that. <laughs> I, I got that when I was like wanting to prove to the world that I was intelligent mm. yeah. um, when I was exiting another industry mm. and I was like right I have to prove to the world I'm not a dumb stripper and then <laughs> yeah. I went out and I was like I'm gonna go to university mm. and I looked at the list of things you could study and basically linguistics was the one I didn't know what it was yeah. so I was like no 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 I'll, I'll go with that one then and then <laughs> it sounds really smart <laughs> yeah, so and just on that point um, the reason why we invited Ia on the show especially because we're talking about teas today um, is because yeah, you were also an erotic dancer or I'll say a stripper uh, yeah. for six years and and when did you used to do that much that earlier was on? Uh, when I started when I was 20 yeah so quite a while ago now yeah but, um, so I think you're gonna have some very interesting experiences to share with us on that in a little while um, yeah. but I think that must have also um, given you a few insights into the art of teas it has definitely <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah but tell us more about yourself i mean why did you come to hong kong you know we always like to ask people how they first learned about sex because this is yeah, what the yeah. whole show is about okay so what which one first um, <laughs> Anything. um okay so why i came to hong kong was it's kind of a weird story i um i had a dream at night I went to Hong Kong in my dream and I was really happy. That's oh, amazing. And I was never cold again because I really? grew up feeling really, really cold. Oh, well, yeah. And this Danish. was when I was about 20 years old. I had mm -hmm. that dream. Yeah. And then um, I ended up actually having a stopover in Hong Kong yeah. and my crazy travels from club to club um, where I was like, oh my God, it feels exactly like my dream. I really? actually have oh, to move wow. here. So this is a lot of years ago now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good like 19 years ago. Um, and then when I had my stripper money, yeah. I went here and bought an apartment, even though I didn't even live here. Because really? th that was what I invested wow. in was an, an apartment here because I was like, I want to live in Hong Kong one day. That's amazing. And then I went out and did my linguistics degree and got, you know, all this stuff. And then I came back to settle down here. So <laughs> all part of a big, weird plan I yeah. had in my head. Interesting. We've had, we've had some really interesting people from all over the world on this show. Um, but how did you learn about sex? I have known about sex bef since before I can remember. Okay. Like my parents, I came from kind of a commune background. Mm. Really? Um, I lived in, uh, I spent five years in this uh, commune with all these hippies who really? were <laughs> basically having sex in public all the time. But I even knew what sex oh was before. Because when I was two, I used to play sex with a neighbor's boy. And my parents didn't stop us because that was like, that should be normal. So we really? would just lie oh, wow. on top of each other and be like, this is what, this is how you do it. We, we, I yeah. don't think we understood how, what had to go into anything, yeah. but um, we definitely understood you have to be naked, lying on top of each other and bounce. So uh -huh. we would, that, that was something we, we played. Uh -huh. um, so I've known about that forever. As and, yeah. and it was very natural for you. It is, but I will say that when I left the commune, it was uh, what was a shock was how much people outside would be shocked when I talked because I was so sexually liberated at the age of 10. Really? Yeah. That... Uh, people would just look at me like oh my god she shouldn't be saying that and, yeah and like like because in the commune there was okay an example is 
there was two adults having sex in a room and we were peeking in the, the keyhole and then they were like, oh, you shouldn't peek in, come in and watch. And then all the kids <laughs> sat and watched. Um, oh, uh, in some countries, unique. we might yeah. they might have gone to jail for that, yeah. but I think yeah. they, they actually had the best intentions. It was just to to make it natural. Yeah. Um, right. So, yeah. So when, when you then enter suburbia after yeah. that yeah. experience, yeah. then people, uh, yeah, people just get you wrong. Yeah, <laughs> no, I could imagine. So did your parents move out of the commune eventually yeah yeah so i was with my dad in the commune and he moved out and moved to the suburbs and uh, i felt oh, like i was wow. a complete alien yeah. <laughs> wow that's that amazing i feel so boring now <laughs> just grew up in suburbia yeah uh with all of our hang-ups and, <laughs> yeah. and stuff yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. how do you connect the dots between you know stripping massage aerial all um, of the wonderful things you do yeah, so I think I kind of always wanted to dance, but I'm a really crappy dancer. Are you? Like, yeah, my, my feet actually don't do what I want at all. Like, oh. as an example, when I told my mom, I'm going to go to Japan and become a stripper, her reaction was like, not like, oh no, it was, but you can't dance. <laughs> <laughs> You've got everything else, but... Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of always wanted to express to music, but this could just not really ever work. Yeah. And then back in the day, I was trying to become an opera singer. Um, that was kind of the path set out for me in life since I was quite a little girl. Yeah. Um, I auditioned for some prestigious choir, got in, and then it was like, this is your talent. That's what you're going to do. Um, and then I kept getting this edema on my voice when I was 18, and it just got oh. worse and worse. And part it was part of a bigger health problem. It's not, not right. really relevant. But yeah, yeah, eventually, like the leading vocal coach in Denmark was like, you, you can't. You can't bet on this. You need to think of something really? else. And then I did, went all like drama on the whole thing and was like, well, if I can't sing, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> or I'm going to become a stripper. <laughs> so, of course, naturally, that's yeah, what that, you would think about. That's what I often think about when yeah, I have a bad right. day at work. I'm quitting or I'm becoming a stripper. Yeah. So that's, but that, <laughs> and also work. I was like, I have to leave Denmark. Yeah. I have no money. I didn't come from a wealthy family in any way. Mm. I was re- living on a budget that I don't even know how I did that. Um, so I couldn't just afford to go out to another country. I, I knew that Japan was the place for blondes. Um, <laughs> oh, is yeah, it? It, 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 it was, yeah. it was. Yeah, really? The, okay. business, the business so has exotic. changed now. Um, yeah, but blondes used to make an absolute killing in Japan. Yeah. Not so much anymore. Yeah. Um, okay. uh, mostly because Eastern Europe has a lot of blondes and then a big influx came and then a, they dropped the prices and yeah, like how it goes. Um, but <laughs> <Yeah>. anyways, um, so blonde economics at that point. Blonde <laughs> economics, yeah, we weren't as special anymore. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to go to Japan, but I yeah. didn't have the money for a ticket. So I went to some club in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just like it was basically a prostitution club, but you mm-hmm. could yeah. work there without sleeping with anyone. But you would not make very much money they kept okay. kind of waiting for you to fall in yeah. um, oh, right. but yeah. I, there I made a contact I met, I met um, some girls who had been to Japan and then they gave me the contact of their agent okay. who was this old black prostitute from the UK so I had to go to her place and there was like underwear all over the place and she was sitting topless like uh, what and it was just like it was surreal it's like out of a movie and then she looked at me and was like yeah I can make money on you um, so somehow she set it up and then uh, really? I got it got me a ticket and shipped me off and I got picked up by these Japanese men in the airport who didn't speak English and suits yeah. and sunglasses it was very much like a movie and they took wow. me to some place uh-huh. in the middle of nowhere and then put me in a small apartment and then 
I was driven to work every day and suddenly I got to know girls and yeah then I, you got you got into it but that's awfully brave of you yeah. um, I think I was so self-destructive because of, I lost the singing mm. oh yeah so I was just sort of like if yeah. I die it's okay <laughs> like <laughs> so with yeah. that attitude you become awfully yeah. brave yeah so yeah I had nothing to lose I'd say um, <laughs> well I did but I didn't know I was so young that I thought yeah. I had nothing to lose yeah how long were you in Japan for? just three months mm -hmm. I was gonna go back but then I fell in love I fell in Don't love do that. on drugs um, so basically it was one of those on my last at the end of your contract you have four days off and then I went to Tokyo we were in the suburbs of Tokyo I didn't know this either when I took the contract it was yeah. like where am I um, <laughs> so we went to Tokyo and we got absolutely high yeah. as kites I don't know if you can say that in your program you yeah. anyways yeah, you can so, <laughs> um, and then I met a man which I think I would have fallen in love with a chair <laughs> at that point but I fell in love with this person and then we spent four <laughs> I just couldn't get out of my head to fall in love with a chair <laughs> Okay. Um, so anyways he um, uh, we spent four days being high together and then I was supposed to leave yeah. so I left and then I wrote to him I think I'm in love with you and then he said come with to New York with me so I moved to New York for this person I'd only met high for four oh. days that's incredible and then I started working in New York okay so that's where you did the six years then that's where that was mainly my that was my where my home club was but yeah. I never had a visa to stay in New York so I would oh, come wow. and go so I worked in a lot of other places when I wasn't there mm -hmm. it's mostly London or um, Melbourne Sydney um, yeah around <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so, so I mean sorry you go first so I have so many questions. Yes, <laughs> so not being able to dance, being broke, and living in foreign countries. Yeah. How on earth did you focus on like learning teas? Like, how did you? It's it's not even something that I focused on learning. Yeah. It just uh, like you you start and you know your your whole life you've been told just be yourself. Everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> this is not true. <laughs> Can I just say, be anyone but yourself. <laughs> And you okay. will make money. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, I'd say the first year in New York, I had that boyfriend and yeah. I was being very cute and myself and, you know, very honest and everything. Yeah. And then, and I made some, I made money that I thought was good money. But then when, when he broke up with me, oh my God, I got angry <laughs> and I wanted to take down everyone. And um, this actually made me so much better oh. as a stripper because this, really? this made me tap into, instead of, trying to be myself and get people to like me I would try to read people and become the person they wanted to be me to be wow. so and I what would, did they want you to be did they want you to be an angry stripper no or? no no some of them want you to be this quite innocent I'm paying for my college degree you're really contributing to something good some of them <laughs> okay. wanted to be more like a dominatrix type who's just like mm. you have danced with me now um, and, so, <laughs> and some like they just want really different things and someone like uh, you know like a really caring one who's like mm. listening to all their problems and like a psychologist for them and they, they want really different things but the yeah. the what's the talent is actually to to look at a crowd of people and know what each person wants before you walk up to them wow and this i think uh. just it comes and this is where this is the what you need to be able to do the tease right right because if you don't know what they want to be teased with then yeah th yeah <laughs> what are you gonna do um wow and it's so psychological i mean when, yeah. when i think striptease i think oh it's quite physical you're you yeah, know yeah. It, it's the whole like costumes outfits g-string all of that and yeah it's but not really about it's that not at really all. about that yeah and that's as well what when i was entering that business i was like oh am i gonna feel shy yeah. you know my body yeah. and do i look good yeah. enough 
this, this is what I'm means about. nothing. Yeah. The the problems wow. you have are so different, and the the things that you need to do that are complicated are so different. Um, you don't feel. I was also worried. Oh, will I will feel feel pushed into doing something I don't want. It's more a problem of can you not go into something you don't want because you are tempted by the money yeah that's more mm. a problem than anyone pushing you it's all up to you but it's it's all psychology it's all how much can you control your own mind how much yeah. can you read other people's mind yeah yeah really yeah. interesting I, i think you know with this tease and a lot of women doing a lot of you know exotic dance classes yeah, pole yeah. dancing particularly yeah, yeah. It's, it's become so mainstream now yes, right yes, and i think yes. a lot of people have Maybe a more glamorized version yes. of what <laughs> yes. stripping or striptease yeah. actually entails. And yeah. is that true? Is that justified? That's very, that's very, very true. Um, at the same time, I know that for the because I work in a studio, I, I don't teach uh, burlesque or, or pole dance, but I, I'm around it all the time. And I will say that it gives those girls something really valuable in their lives. So I don't want to take anything away from that. But the oh, reality, <laughs> but but the reality of, of real strip clubs is not glamorous at all. <laughs> what's the well? Tell us a little bit of what's not glamorous about it. Um. So you, a lot of people think that you get paid to work. Yeah. You don't. You pay to work. So when what? you come in, you pay about 200 US dollars. That's what it was that many years ago. It's probably a lot more now. Um, you pay. I would pay my house fee, my 200 US dollars, to come in the door. That's 10 dances. I'm already in minus there. Oh. And then each dance is is 20 dollars. Um, so okay. you need to so dance a lot. It's very hard work. So and, physical. <laughs> and you are up against maybe 80 other girls on the same night. 80. 80. Who are all How big are these beautiful. Clubs? It's not even that big. <laughs> um, so you have these like stunning women all like uh, competing with each other and everybody's in starting in minus yeah so wow. it's there's really it's a aggressive. lot of competition and you uh, yeah you, it's everyone is for themselves and it's, it is like really really hard like that at the same time you have uh, of course you have the guys and you got to learn how to work them and all of this yeah um but Like one thing that people have no idea, but that is was the hardest for me was that I was so cold for six years. They put so much aircon on, and you're not wearing any clothes, um, and you're so freezing, and you have oh. to deal with a lot of bad breath, a lot of bad body odor, and all these things that people have no idea. Um, and you just have to smile and go. And you have oh, to smile and go like, I love it. Mm, this is so nice. <laughs> nice. You know, I'm so turned on. Look at my nipples. They're so hard because I'm fucking freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So that, that there's a lot of these things that yeah. people have no idea that are huge problems for us. Right. That that seem like basic needs that are just like, yeah, not met. Um, oh, wow. And then of course our, our changing room people. That I love at the end of the night the DJ would go, all the entertainers to the dressing room. The dressing room was a bathroom where you cram 80 girls in there, <laughs> and you have like your little corner where you're trying to change. And if you mess with the Russian girl, you know you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. If you mess with that Jamaican girl, you might get stabbed in the parking lot. So you better wow. stay in this spot. Wow. You know, so there's it's very, um, yeah. it, it's very cutthroat, very yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so so that that. Um, That part of it is, is what we don't tell the students. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, did you personally, when you were doing that, find it empowering or it was I just a job? In the very beginning, so this is the very tricky thing. In the very beginning, it was super empowering. Yeah. Okay. I came from a country where I look like everybody else. I'm not particularly pretty. I'm just like 
any other girl. I wouldn't agree with that's, that's because really you haven't gone pretty. to Denmark. I like, mean, every girl in Denmark is just a fucking supermodel. I'm so moving. I, I I'm was moving just, right now. Yeah. <laughs> so it like, is freezing in here, by the way, because I get really big. hot. So if you ah, can get see? too cold, <laughs> thank you. Um, actually, I might hit it off now, actually. So, um, uh, yeah, I come from a country where I look like everybody else. And then I came to somewhere where suddenly it was like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. And I was like, what? Really? Yeah. Me? Yeah. You know, and I, also, I thought when I was going to start, like, but I don't have big boobs. How would anyone pay to look at these tiny things? And then it was like, they will. It's so different. It's like it's the whole package they're going for. And oh. what, what I, my look was exotic in another country. Right. So even though in my country I was like anybody else I was right. something special and so of course this was like super empowering just I, yeah. I just walk in the room and yeah. <laughs> you read people and you just go bam 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 next 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 just yeah your garter just fills up and you're like you feel like the most beautiful woman in the world and they all say beautiful things to you and like oh you look amazing and you're so yeah. hot and blah, blah. but then suddenly you have someone who will say turn around mm, ass is too big no or you'll have someone who will just be really hurtful to you oh. and then once you've believed in all the good stuff yeah you start to take in all the bad stuff okay and then that starts to get to you so what i learned was to really survive in that industry you gotta let it all fall off yeah you gotta build right. a little bit of a wall to it so that you kind of lose the empowerment a little bit unfortunately because you got to mm. give that up to keep your sanity yeah does it does it ever come um d- did it ever dehumanize you to a point to a point um I don't know if I use that word. I developed a split personality. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> like uh, I, I, I made personal professional. Yeah, so yeah. I, I made this person called yeah. Annika. That was my stripper name. Okay. And Annika Ooh. was a completely different person. Um, and sometimes I would be like, I felt like I sat outside myself and looked at myself, and I was like, where does this come from? Yeah. The stuff you're saying, like it's quite amazing. Like the yeah. amount of like jokes I had, how quick I'd be with. I was so quick. Annika was so quick with it. With it, and I was just like, "Who are you? Like, um, Can you teach me something?" Yeah, and then when I would be during the day, I would get up and be like, "Oh my god, everything this hurts. Everything sucks." And then I'd be like, "Can I have a coffee?" And I could hardly even speak a normal sentence. And it yeah. was like Annika was like sucking the life out of me um but at the same time she was very very useful yeah. um right. <laughs> so uh, i would say it, it became hard to manage the two in yeah. a way mm. very um, interesting but i wouldn't call it dehumanizing just more um compartmentalizing you, yeah you compartmentalize, you, you compartmentalize and then when i stopped it was like i had to because then i was like i'm just gonna be here and it out and it's and i had to realize she's she's part of me i have uh-huh. to integrate her somehow mm. yeah um yeah and that's actually where um, finding Ariel, uh, letting myself yeah. express to yeah. music in a way that could be sexy, but without being like boobs, um, was, <laughs> was like, it uh, was good. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that. How did you get into Ariel? Was it just um, in Hong Kong? Yeah, I, I started in Hong Kong, uh, right before I moved here, I was visiting New York and then I think it was, yeah. And then I did a flying trapeze class on my birthday. And I was like, flying trapeze is amazing. I want to do more. Yeah. So I looked for flying trapeze and there was no flying trapeze in Hong Kong. But when you Google trapeze, you end up with Ariel. And then I actually yeah. ended up with this studio where I work now. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just started taking classes. And then after a year, something quite amazing happened. I was working for a clinic back then and I was ready to set up my own business. Yeah. And the studio was moving to a space where they had an extra room. Yeah. So I took that room 
for my business inside the Ariel Studio. Right. This is where I first met you. Yeah. Like, gosh, this must have been what eight years ago? Seven years ago. Did you take Ages ago. Yeah. I took yes. Huh. I've, I've taken a, a bunch of Ariel classes Very with cool. yeah. Um, yeah. with Anya. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> has your previous experience, obviously, with you know stripping, has that sort of influenced the way you teach, the way you move, the way I move for sure? Um, yeah, yeah. Like I, I listen to music and. First, I had to stop touching myself because <laughs> when you, when you, um, it's just natural. Yeah, but when when when, when you're stripping, I mean, you're literally dancing for about you're dancing and hustling for eight hours straight. I, I love would it, give myself. Hustling. I love yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would give myself ten minutes break in the middle of the night at midnight. That was it. The rest of the time, I was on the floor and I was busting my ass. I was just going around to people. Hey, baby, do you want to dance? And then I would dance, okay. and I would do. Sometimes 80 dances in a night. 80 plus, dances? That's 80 songs. Plus going on the stage maybe five, six times or three, three songs at a time. So imagine how much dancing that is. You don't think about your moves. You, you're not planning, oh, I'm going to do this sexy move. You're basically just body rolling. Just gyrating. You're just <laughs> gyrating like a machine and you just touch yourself all over as much as you can. Um, and then the problem is when you then go out dancing in a regular place, you, you just start like, touching stop <laughs> touching myself. I can't stop touching myself. You must be so sick of the same songs. Like, because um, I've been at clubs and they can't even get out of, you know, 12 yeah. fun playlists. It's- Actually, you're just more, to be honest, at in that industry you're so programmed to think money you're more thinking how long is this song <laughs> yeah yeah so oh, like yeah. yeah yeah it's more like so you can be more efficient with shorter songs yes <laughs> oh wow and i knew yeah. the lyrics back then to every single pop song yeah that that's was what i was thinking <laughs> i mean that's so interesting as well i mean do you think that sort of changed your relationship with men and with partners because you yeah. you know you start thinking how long it's this song how much can i make from this guy yes you yes know? yes it, it, it uh, <laughs> like in those years i will say now i'm ready to see men as human beings mm. that's a lot of years wow. later yeah. i stopped dancing in 2005 so or 2006 so yeah like uh, it's that many years before i'm starting to be at a level where i can actually have more empathy yeah yeah <laughs> for 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 men i mean i will say i definitely went through different phases and there was a phase in the beginning when i was dancing where you just you just see them as atms right yeah <laughs> it's like i would look in the club and i saw yeah. like this, all these atms sitting there um, <laughs> some atms are better looking than other ATMs, yeah so. exactly yeah um and then i will say that there came a point where i had a little bit of a a, a downfall um where i realized that we're all the same and that was right towards the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually an interesting story. So in strip clubs, you have this champagne room. And in the champagne room... The is there champagne in the champagne room? There's champagne room? in oh, the good, champagne room. Good. There is, however, no sex in the champagne room. Oh. So basically, the men think they're going to get something that they're not. So going in there is kind of a... Like pro tip for me next yeah, time. Yes. <laughs> so Wait, but, but, don't fool me now. Yeah. No, but this is a VIP room or yeah, anyone yeah. can oh, go oh, right, yeah, right. It's, it's a VIP room and they pay quite a lot of money mm. to take you in there. So they okay. get a girl, they, you know, they, okay. they pay and then you get this, this bonus for sitting in there with them, um, which is really high. So you really want to go to the champagne room. But so what I basically that that's where it ties to the massage because okay. oh. my trick was I'd sit on their lap I'd give them a few dances I'd start to rub the back of their neck and I realized that there was two points I could make them go to sleep so then they would sleep the whole hour in the champagne room which was oh. awesome right this is amazing um, this is like a ninja yeah yeah oh my gosh yeah and then right before the champagne hostess would come in to tell yeah. the hours up I would kind of wake them up and I would take my mouth really close to theirs like we had just made out and be like 
baby, the hour is almost up. Do you want to extend? And then it'd be like, yeah. yeah, yeah this, is, this is great. This is, yeah. And then I'd put them out again. And like, so it was kind of, that, that was can hard work. Do, but is that weird if I say, can you do that to me? Do that kind of yeah. weird? Yeah. I just want to be put to sleep. Really can bad. we finish the show first? Yeah. <laughs> I just nod off in the middle yeah, of it. I know. But then what, what, um, what back then I used to I used to sit there on them while they were sleeping thinking you are so pathetic like you're paying so much money to basically have a sleep with a girl sitting on you like how pathetic is that but then there was a time when on one of my many visa runs I went to Dominican Republic and I got food poisoning and I was so ill you know when you're so ill that you just you just want your mom you want somebody to help you and I just I was so ill by myself for four days in this hotel room and I remember lying there thinking I will pay all the money I've ever made for someone to just come and stroke my hair right now. Oh. And suddenly I realized we're all the that's, same. That's, yeah. that's exactly what yeah. they want. That's it's probably a form of relaxation. Like, oh. yeah. And suddenly yeah. it was like in my delirious state, I had some kind of epiphany that they're yeah. also people. <laughs> yeah. But this was wow. quite towards the end when I was just about to, to quit actually. Yeah. How, so, so you said you have started dating again? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I I date here and there. Yeah. How how has it you know transferred for you kind of you know you know for teasing guys seduction in the bedroom and like generally overall your sex life? I think well to be honest I prefer to be teased, and I think that's possibly as yeah. well when when you have teased a lot you just want yeah. to be on the other side you want yeah. to, like you want to be the, I want to be the customer you know. Yeah. <laughs> and what yeah. what makes it good for you so for all our male listeners what what should they be doing? Oh. Um, yeah blindfold your girl <laughs> yeah yeah let's talk about um, that yeah like a, a like get, get the yeah. um deprive a few senses and and um you know yeah put block the ears like yeah. make it all touchy mm. and then build up start yeah. at the feet and slowly climb up and then just before you get there then oh no i'm not going to and <laughs> you know there's there's all this cool stuff you can do with with teas yeah so i mean back to my very first question which you didn't actually get a chance to answer right (laughs) um which uh well that's also my fault because i didn't (laughs) introduce who you were um what is a good tease to you who what what, who is somebody who's really mastered the art of teas how would you describe that person um that is someone who can read you okay who can read your deepest darkest desires yeah and build an act around it yeah okay that is specifically tailor-made for you yeah specifically tailor-made yeah so i still think the psychology is the big big thing yeah um yeah that if you just have sort of a a blueprint like this is tease i'm gonna start doing this and i'm gonna take a feather and tickle them and then i'm gonna do this and like it might not be for everybody you need to read your partner and yeah. you need to yep. to respond have feedback to what they are like and i don't mean verbal feedback but as soon as you feel something from them you need to evaluate that and go with it like you you yeah. can't just use a formula yeah, yeah. yeah. what about you sarah what do you like being teased do you like being um, teased like that? yeah i like being teased i like teasing um both really i like uh probably a combination of things yeah. so i think definitely very early on in the show um i actually said well sorry one of my, our earlier episodes i actually said brain is the biggest sex organ right yes and so true actually when you're thinking about teas that's really all you want to be stimulating like yes. just putting these sort of fantasies and yes. like Oh, like desire, anticipation—that all comes from the brain. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
you know and then the body will follow right yes, um yes. so but i like a combination so i'm i'm both physical and and verbal mm-hmm. i would say so i love the the physical sort of touch and caress and you know groping <laughs> a little bit of, little bit of back alley groping back alley groping i love that, yeah, I, I, love that. I i'm i'm with you yeah. <laughs> um but then i also love the verbal i love like the dirty talk mm. i love the banter like somebody with really good lines who would just say like i really want to do this to you tonight i'm like yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. tell me more <laughs> <laughs> what do you like um i think I, I think i'm almost purely verbal you know mm. I, I think there's something about that you know and i <laughs> it has come up before i'm funny about being touched sometimes mm. like it, it's i've got this really weird you know, I, as yeah. I said to you first, I'm like a light touch to me really bothers me. You told yeah. you told us that on that penis genius episode. Yeah. You were like, no, no, it's <laughs> yeah. like a tickle. I it turns me off. And I, so I think for me, it's definitely all verbal. And I think there's something really um, there's something really sexy about a girl who can articulate what she wants, mm. or just yeah. articulate kind of a situation. So maybe yeah. it, you know, it doesn't always have to be you know domineering. And yeah, maybe it is the cutesy kind of you know. Um, you know, uh, submissive kind of talk, but I think there's just something beautiful about if you can put words around something, and whether that's you know like through text messages yeah. or whether that's through you know on the phone or you know um, anything like that. For me, I think it allows my imagination to run further. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas sometimes I think where I've been caught out is like you know, it may, maybe it is yeah like just some things are for some people you know might be like oh you know she might have bought new underwear etc. And I appreciated. But when it becomes a bit more of an act, I totally get out of the moment mm. and I, I, lo- I lose focus and I'm taken out of the room a bit and it can really ruin it. And I've had a few really awkward conversations oh. like, oh, no, it's not you. It's just I just and I'm like, ah, how do we explain this? But, you know, I think I think the more I've been open with my partners about what yeah. what is what, what can warm me up a bit. Yeah. You know, it, it's just so much better. And I think that's one of the conversations that's really, really hard to have with partners, mm. yeah. um, new or older partners. Yeah. yeah. Um, and every time I've had the conversation, everything's actually worked out a lot, lot better. Okay. Ooh, I have, right. I have, I have a really fun game. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, I, want, yeah, I want both okay. of you to play. No, not yet. Not yet. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. So Jai walks into a strip club. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who told you? <laughs> Let's rewind to wow. like when you you were twenty. You have to read, you know, what you think. Having a very nervous. <laughs> what you think he's gonna be in for? Like, what? What do you think? Because yeah. you, you said there's there's a whole bunch of different things, right? You yeah, know, you, yeah. sometimes they want like the psychologist. Sometimes they want to relax. <laughs> so, what do you think? I mean, what's your read off good, of him? That's a good question. Um. I think I feel like you're looking straight into my soul. <laughs> yeah. <It's real. laughs> I think it was I think you would actually I think I would approach you yeah. with a very firm you're going to come with me and we're going to have a dance now. Oh no. No? Oh, no. That was wrong. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I am sitting here in my bedroom. <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I think I, I think I'd definitely be on the listen side. Like I'm, I just talk nonstop. Ah, uh, you you would need the psychologist. Either the oh. psychologist or just the like, just tell me everything about like what's going on in your life, like right, what's right. made up or not. Yeah, I think yeah. it's definitely more that company. Like just just talk to me. You would want stories actually. Yeah, ah, stories. I, I get love. you now. You would want the stories. Yeah, there was a lot of guys who wanted stories, and oh my god, did you have to like come up with a lot of stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no, but stories about your life or just. 
sometimes stories. stories about your life but sometimes they want sexy talk they want like talk dirty to me and then you're like okay i gotta go and read some porn <laughs> yeah. i need some inspiration i'm totally running out of stories here because one thing i realized is that if you tell all your own fantasies it gets a little mu- then you then you can't really use those fantasies for yourself anymore yeah. so i prefer ah. to use other people's fantasies sometimes i use right. another guy's fantasies for a different guy yeah. they go, right. right 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 <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, a few times i have been to a strip club but yeah it's just it's just a big chat it's like fascinating me like yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so I actually had an interesting listener question. Um, and I think, Ia, maybe you can help us out on this one. <laughs> so I'm going to read um, the question to you. And, you know, Jai and I will, of course, chip in with anything that we can think of. But I think your experience, Ia, is going to be pretty <laughs> um, relevant for this one. So my husband is a very visual person. And I know he would love it if I performed a striptease for him. I'm really not that good a, a dancer, though. How can I give him a private show that's sexy but not awkward? You have to not plan too much, I would say. Yeah. Don't start to choreograph. <laughs> okay. Um, because then you're going to start thinking about the steps. And if yeah. you're not an amazing dancer, then you will get stiff when you think about the steps. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what I would say is, I don't drink alcohol, but if you drink, have a glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then put on some music without him and yeah. practice. Just practice feeling delicious, feeling hot, feeling just sexy. Yeah. Touch yourself. Oh, touch yourself. Touch yourself in a way where you, you imagine that your body is like lava or something, where it's just like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, so, like, so that there was some expression happening with the touching. The touching is like, just you're just delicious you're touching this delicious person yeah um and then with that in mind you're gonna just move to the music don't think of it as dancing because if if you think i'm not a good dancer then the word dancing is gonna block you yeah just think of it as like you're moving in a sexy way to the music and then when you focus on him don't worry about the steps actually if if your feet don't move well don't worry about the feet at all you can stand with your feet planted on the same place and just do a lot of body rolls. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you can focus on very, very small details. So, for example, taking off, uh, you know, the, the the side of the bra, the, the strap, letting it fall mm. down. Look at it like, oh, my God, this fell down. You know, do a little <laughs> act with it. But yeah. make sure that it's always... Uh, don't think about it. It should yeah. come from within. Yeah. Yeah. And then with him, look into his eyes. This is really important. And actually... Mm. That, that was something that in the beginning I thought, oh, they want to see boobs, right? It's all about boobs. Uh-huh. But actually, it's all, it's all about eyes. Yeah. They, they okay. want to feel a connection. So connect yeah. with him with the eyes and then oh, take them away. Like, oh, no, you're not getting this. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, so, so play the whole, you're going to get it? No, you're not going to get it. So what I used to do when I would give a guy a dance, I, I knew that it's one song. At the end of the song, I want him to have a second dance because yeah. then I make more money. Yeah. So I would, um, right before the song ended, I would take my mouth really close to his, like he could feel my breath, and I would pretend like I'm going to kiss you and I'd be like, would you like another oh, dance? Yeah. Oh. And <laughs> I just found, I just found myself going. Yes. <laughs> when she leaned into yeah, the mic, I was, I was like, what? I was like, I want to be that mic. I want to be that <laughs> mic. <laughs> so yeah. can, yeah. So of course you don't want to get money out of your husband, yeah, but yeah. you can use well, that. You yeah. know, <laughs> maybe you do. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know, but yeah. but you can use that that um yeah. that thing where you go really really close to him, let him feel your breath, and then pull away. Yeah. And um, a good one is. Uh, 
it depends of course what you guys into but um generally the ears are really erogenous zones mm -hmm. yeah. so to blow a little yeah. bit of of air on his ears and then pull away yeah um that can be good too yeah um, um i think it's also like about sort of controlling the space right and the yes. distance as well because i yeah. think if you are gonna give a strip tease you want somebody to be looking at you right yeah so yeah. it's sort of being able to pull in and then pull out yeah exactly yeah go, go far away let him see yeah. the whole figure yeah. and show really show him the whole figure and touch it so that you can show this is a yummy figure yeah and then go really close like now it's gonna happen no it's not haha <laughs> yeah. I, I i learned um this very sort of cool tip i obviously because you're a dancer you're gonna know this intuitively but when i did a few um dance classes they always say if you're touching yourself or a certain part of your body, you should direct your gaze towards where you're touching yes, yes. as well. Yeah. And then um, automatically that means your partner's gaze will also be directed towards what you're looking yeah. at. So yeah. it's like just an interesting little tip that I picked up. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. And yeah. So it's I all about works, the eyes, yeah. basically. At, what at the what end about of the day. an outfit? I mean, because I think outfits also they, they kind of do have to work for you, right? If you're gonna do a little um, show, Does it that really important? depends. It really, really depends. Like I think, I think Jai is a good example that it's not always like the outfit that does it, right? With with your story, yeah. but the um, yeah, it's more. Like it depends. Like if we're talking outfits, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm smiling at you because I had to leave a schoolgirl outfit under your desk the other day. And I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Just say, um, I'm like, oh, I think this is yours, Sarah. Yeah, I mean, I love outfits. Yeah, right? yeah. you should see how my, how many outfits I have. Like I have two boxes of stuff, huge costume yeah, cupboard as well. In, yeah, so like I I think well, I think what you said before was bang on. It's not about hey, just see your boobs because yeah, yeah. I think. I think even, you know, it doesn't matter if they're big, they're small, yeah. they're immaculate. It, yeah. it, it, it's almost everything that leads up to that point. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think, you know, when people think striptease, and here I am dating myself, but they think, <laughs> have you seen True Lies when Jamie Lee Curtis dances for Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. You know what I I'm talking about? Might have. No. It sounds familiar. Uh, such a so such a boy movie. <laughs> this is so old. But it, I've seen Demi more striptease. Yeah, like yeah. It's it's got this. You know, when people think tease, especially yeah. in the bedroom, they think, and it's this one scene because, and here you go, I'm just through a bit of movie trivia. In the movie, Jamie Lee Curtis it finds out her husband's a spy, and she goes undercover, and she, he ends up dancing her. So it's this complete. Um, separation of who they are in reality yeah and I think it's just an interesting kind of simile to, to draw because how far do you go between for me I'm thrown out of the picture really quickly I'm like well what are you wearing like, what, what's going on here yeah but I think if you build up to it I think if there's a time and a place yeah. and you learn to have yeah, fun yeah. with it yeah. and maybe it's like it doesn't always have to be serious as well yeah you yeah. know I, I think there's a lot of room for play in that yeah. yeah I think that if going back to the question from from this lady that um, if she, if it turns her on to wear the mm -hmm. outfit, wear the outfit. Yeah. If she is gonna, if the outfit is gonna make her feel like I'm not being myself, I'm somehow a different person that I'm not comfortable with. Yeah. Then it's not gonna work. Yeah. Like it's not actually really about yeah. whether the guy is into the outfit. It's more about if the outfit makes her feel hot. Yeah. Then she's gonna act hot. It's gonna come off anyways at the end yeah. of it, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, I I mean for me I as well I think with striptease. Sometimes having a few more clothes to start with yeah. is quite fun because <laughs> yeah. in then... my head you're wearing a parker and a jumper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
here's my trench coat or whatever. <laughs> but it, it's That'll fun be because then you have more to play with. Yeah. And yeah. then when you take off one piece at a time, then it sort of is also fun, right? Yeah. And it builds the anticipation as well. Yeah. Um, but agree with you in terms of I think it's how you feel as well. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't I think for women don't necessarily think just because you have to wear sexy lingerie, you know, because that's what guys want. It, it has to also make you feel good. You yeah, know? It, it's it's all about that because really you are not like I used to think of it like I was selling an experience. I was selling an mm. energy. And that energy is you from work within. You advertising without that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Selling an experience. Yeah, it was an experience. But I, but the thing is that energy is from within me. So yeah. I could basically wear whatever. It's it's yeah. it's if I feel really sexy in what I'm wearing, I'm gonna my eyes are gonna radiate that, and yeah. that's what the guys yeah. are gonna pick up on. It's not really. Um, it, they're not really looking at the at the clothes going that is sexy. They're looking at me going she feels sexy in that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's the. That's the trick. Really. That's the trick with sexy I mean, clothes, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, I mean, this was actually submitted by a woman, clearly, for her husband. But what we do you suggest for men, okay? <laughs> if ah. they wanted to give, let's say, a sexy striptease, is it actually possible for men to give a sexy striptease to, that's, that's let's a say, great question. if they have a lady partner? <laughs> I think it is, but I'm not sure that all women are, are into it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a very good question I have never really uh, wanted a man to dance for me but oh, yeah. maybe I maybe I would be into it I don't know <laughs> okay but have you watched Magic Mike I have yeah okay because and, and I, I, I did enjoy that movie yeah um, but at the same time I um, it, it's still quite choreographed okay right where I'm right, really right, right, into right. the non-choreographed guess, yeah. raw emotion mm, yeah, yeah that that thing um, yeah. the, as soon as it becomes too much choreography okay. same with Demi Moore in that scene it's an amazing yeah. scene it's an amazing striptease but does it turn you as, on as much as if she was actually like in front of the guy good and point. not and good not point. sort of on a stage good yeah. point good um, point because if you have someone yeah. who's not a dancer yeah. trying to pull off that routine they're not going to look good yeah. mm. they they're going to have to take another road and i would much prefer the non-dancer because that's the mm -hmm. real person you get mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, that makes sense yeah no yeah. I, I get yeah. it. it's, it's almost one is authentic kind yeah. of and uh, the other ones yeah a, a performance because you know it's almost yeah. pro performance you know yeah yeah once once it's choreographed it's it, it loses something yeah yeah, yeah. but do they have male strippers they out there? They certainly do. Oh, they yeah, do, right? yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, make yeah. quite a killing as yeah, well. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. But yeah. when they do the stripping, it's it's different. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know. So, so clearly you're not necessarily that into it. A, it, a it wouldn't, it wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't <laughs> be my fantasy you. in yeah. any way, but I would, I would appreciate the effort. Yeah. I can say that. <laughs> I, I have a funny story from that. So the, the club where I started in Copenhagen, where I am, um, yeah, that little tiny club where I met that prostitute. And so <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, there was in that chain there was like several clubs. I think they had like five clubs, and then they opened one where they were also going to have male strippers, and they brought these guys from Spain over. Ooh. And so you have the opening of that club. All the girls from the other clubs were coming, yeah. and then there was this shower show. So you could have the guy was in a round shower, and uh -huh. then the girls were meant to be around. Yeah. So all the strippers from all the clubs were like, we're gonna get a guy in the shower. Everyone put some money together. <laughs> and then this little Spanish 
poor young thing yeah. was in the shower and he yeah. was like dancing away <laughs> yeah. and something happened all it, this was like the mob mentality yeah. all the strippers who have been objectified for so many years started to like all the we, female strippers we all turned into crazy women who started to bang on the glass I was worried for this <laughs> man that he looked so scared everyone was like yeah take it off like I, it was like I was and I found myself <laughs> what being, have we become I found myself being part of this and being like what am I doing? But it was so fun. Like, <laughs> so, so this guy I was talking to, he's, yeah. he's speaking to his girlfriend. She's like, there's something that happens when one, just just say topless waiters. She's like, there's something that happens to a group of girls. Same thing you said, a mom yeah. mentality. They lose their fucking minds. Yes. And they would, he would run back to, like she works at a bar and he, she was saying to me that the, the stripper, the, the topless waiter would have to run back to her and say, I just need 10 minutes. Can you just pretend you're talking to me about something? Because these girls won't leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, doesn't matter if they're local Hong Kong girls or expats. Yeah. She's like, they just want to touch. They just want to touch and feel him. Like he's this piece of meat running around. And yeah, he's like, yeah. it went from joy to terror so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's quite interesting. Like, yeah, with, with, with male strippers, I think they're more exposed to a mob mentality. And for female <laughs> strippers, it's more of a get the guy one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what, what's behind that. I have not really thought about I don't about know. That. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, that's a, that's for our next topic, clearly, <laughs> yeah. on this tease. Well, right? So we're, we're talking about doing a, a launch show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eventually. We haven't thought about a performance aspect yeah. of that. <laughs> that's true. We can Maybe have. we could do like a social experiment. Yeah. And yeah, well, yeah, again, if we talk to those guys, I could, oh, that would be amazing. That would be fun. Just just imagine, imagine the mics on, just hearing like these, because there will be more women at the show, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. we have more women guests, guests anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought we could maybe have a quick little section on one favorite tease technique that we each really like mm -hmm. I know you mentioned blindfolds yeah yeah I don't know if you, you want to elaborate a little bit more on that oh I just I just love when you don't know what's gonna happen next you can't yeah. see where the hand is coming you can't see if he's behind <laughs> you in front of you on the side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean I just love that the the uncertainty and the having given control completely to another person yeah how about you <laughs> <laughs> I got lost in that thought I was sitting there Oh, okay. It's funny because you actually said earlier that you don't really tease yeah. girls. No, I don't. I don't. Why not? Maybe that will change. Why now. not? Yeah. I think definitely what you said before. Like I, I couldn't imagine dancing. Like I love dancing. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean I'm any good at it. I just, I just like dancing. Um, but I don't think I could do it one on one. I think that would terrify me. I think I'd be so awkward about it. Um, I, I think you know. What's interesting, and I was going to bring this up before, but the lines between tease and seduction, yeah, I think is really interesting. And I think, again, just probably being uh, a little too focused on the end goal, I've probably just gone mm. harder for seduction than for tease. Yeah. But definitely, I think, for me, it's something in the spontaneity of it. I think, you know, when you meet someone brand new and, you know, you, you that, ke that chemistry really burns bright. And I... You know what it was you said before that really clicked with me? It's banter, you know. And yeah. You know, I can hardly keep my mouth shut anyway. But if, <laughs> if, if somebody really can push back on me and talk yeah. just as much or, or more than me, yeah. I love it. Like, the, I've been in laughing, hysterical fits yeah. before some of the best sex of my life. Yeah. And it's just, it's such a weird transition mm. for me. But I think also I'm quite compartmentalized about it as well. Mm. So I think almost too much lead up would bother me. Okay. Well, but I'm yeah. like, you yeah. need connection. Yeah. Like so, so you need to build the connection, and then you 
you can let yeah then I can let the, go in the act yeah. yeah well I'm a big fan of sexy games actually mm-hmm. so I think for me sexy games really just gets your brain involved right and so remember <laughs> how I said like brain is the biggest sex organ and it's just like the best sex organ for tease right like um, what kind of games. Uh, I like strip poker. I like strip anything, right? So strip, scrabble, strip poker, strip monopoly, anything with a strip in front of it. It's kind of fun. Um, sexy truth or dare. You know what I have played is um, like a, a form of like, you know, Jenga. In the, the tower building. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I love yeah, yeah. that. And yeah. you write on every brick. Like some kind of like it was. I think the original one was like truth or dare, but you could. Yeah. I've actually seen one set you could buy in the store. It was all sexual favors everywhere. Mm. Yeah. And then by drawing a brick, you would, you know. Ooh. Yeah, I love I like that. that yeah. I, I love any kind of exchange of sexual favors where because I'm quite competitive, right? Uh, so I, I like, know. if I do <laughs> games, right, or like. I mean, one of my favorite things is to do like these naughty bets. So I bet you something, right? And I and when I bet you something, I actually really either think I'm right or like <laughs> I'm gonna win the bet. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, I I don't bet at all. Um. And then you kind of like exchange, like you know, and you if you lose, you have to exchange some some kind of sexual favor, and that's kind of fun, you know. Yeah. So I like that. Okay, I'm gonna end and wrap up with our very very cute little segment that we tried last week um yeah you won't have had these in your list of questions Ooh, <laughs> surprise. so these are gonna be it's a surprise segment i'm nervous already <laughs> so i call it the um quickie but goodie segment okay. and the reason why it's quickie but goodie it's that i'm gonna ask you a series of questions and you have to answer rapid fire style so that means that you have five seconds to answer so you can only just answer off the top of your head like okay. spontaneously um and some oh, i mean you can elaborate on it but it just has to be a, a spontaneous uh response and if you taking more than five seconds we we'll just move on to the next question yeah. okay. So it, okay it's quite fun okay. okay so first question most sensitive erogenous zone on your body ears lower back Okay. Nape of neck for me. Next question. Which of your five senses, so you've got touch, taste, smell, sight, and hearing, is most easy to tease? Ears. Touch. (laughs) Ears is not a sense. Oh, hearing, hearing. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) I was just thinking ears the whole time. The stone is here. I can't hear you too well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, type of clothing or outfit you would wear in a strip tease? I think a uniform. Like, I know that's really... A uniform. No, yeah. Military. Yeah, like Ooh, a military uniform. I, I, love, I love a guy yeah. in uniform. Yeah. Well, something small with several pieces to it so you can, yeah. you can let them drop one at a time. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, not just overalls. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, Ta-da! Yeah, okay. <laughs> what about uh, you, Sarah? Not letting uh, you get out of that one. Oh, like uh, corsets, mm. uh, you know... Cute little undies. Not so easy uh, to get off also. Thigh high, thigh high stockings. Yeah. yeah. But they don't need necessarily to... Come off. Come off. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about that. I'm, I'm thinking very practically. I'm yeah. like, yeah, you know, there's a reason why we don't wear corsets in strip clubs because it takes way too long to yeah. do all those buttons. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Same question. Um, type of clothing you would want your partner who is giving you a striptease to wear? Hmm. 
I don't mind the uniform. Oh, very good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, oh God. Well, I, I can't get it out of my head and if I'm staying true to the game. It's, yeah, it's it's terrible and just another type of uniform. Maybe French maid outfit. Or maybe what you said sounded good. Like nurse. Oh, yeah, nurse outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take them all. Yeah. 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 Our girl. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that always makes me feel creepy when I say it out loud. Okay, but. so any kind of uniform. For me, I think... I like guys in suits, actually. I think and there's a lot to play with in a suit. Buttons and tie, everything, you know. Could be fun. Okay, what is sexiest to you? Pick one out of three. Lace, leather, or feathers? Lace. Leather. Mm, mm. Leather for me, too. Uh, which would you prefer to eat off a partner? <laughs> Whipped cream, <laughs> chocolate sauce, or strawberries? Well, chocolate sauce. I mean, oh, I'm whipped cream. No. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when you said strawberries, in my head, I imagine like just a punnet of sto- strawberries <laughs> thrown in the sauce. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. I think chocolate sauce just because it's kind of like you can, it's runny and it can just, it's messy, but it's like runny and you can just sort of follow it. But messy is good. Messy is mm. good. Yeah. 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 Um, favorite way that you would like to be teased in public? Ooh. <laughs> in public I think going back to the listening I've forgotten all my senses <laughs> going back hearing, hearing yeah. I just got it wrong again. going back to hearing I think if somebody like if we were so totally in public and either or like yeah and they were just saying things to me or texting, like if we're at a big group dinner table or something, and they're just texting me the most outrageous things that's probably it oh yeah yeah. Oh, I mean, for mine, it goes back to touch again. So it would be some like touching that people can't really see. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah like, like under, under the table, the, under the, the, the table. foot that goes up the leg up between the skirt and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, I would like, yeah, I like sort of um, sexy talk as well, but. I also like sort of a little bit of like a bump and grind, you know, when no one is looking like brush against me, brush back, you know, yeah, yeah. and and I love when like somebody looks at you, I was just about room, to say you know, that, yeah. and they're like, they're like, yeah, you, you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. I'm like, just eye fucking you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's all in the eyes, like yeah. it really is for both genders, yeah, yeah. Um, one line that you might say to tease somebody, oh, that depends on the somebody, yeah. Anything. Suck at this. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) come on, you're the guy who like loves like banter and stuff. Um, God, I don't, I don't even know. I I don't. I I think my tease game sucks. I think (laughs) your tease game. Yeah, you need to take. I think it needs to come in context. That 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 one's too hard out of context. Okay, well, I'll say mine. Mine is more like, is that all you've got? (laughs) God, that would aggravate me. Yeah, but for me, it's like, you want to play? Like, let's play, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Best striptease performance you've seen could be a movie, could be live. And what did you like about it? So that would be one of my friends in the club. Who so sometimes guys like to buy girls dances with each other, which we love because it's like you have no bad breath to deal with. You're basically getting a dance from your friend, and yeah. it, and you're getting paid. So it's wonderful. So anyway, she, she gave me a dance where she did the whole like ear thing. That's when I learned that, and I was like, mm. oh my god, 
I actually got turned on. Like, <laughs> because normally when we give each other dances, we yes. just have taking it as a chance to relax. Yeah. But I was like, this yeah. was really hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, and that's she taught me a lot about. Yeah. I changed my own way of dancing. She was really? yeah. Before I worked way too hard. I was like trying to do moves and trying to be like in the movies and oh. doing that whole Demi Moore thing. And then yeah. I, she kind of taught me. You don't have to move very much. Yeah. You just need to like connect. Just you make. To, you just need to go close to them to breathe on them to, and that like opened my my eyes to nice. to the way to go. Well, I I'm, actually totally forgot the question. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> I'm gonna say like the best striptease oh. performance that I've seen is also girl on girl. Like, yeah, I think two girls, like one girl, you know, doing a lap dance on another, and it was not really. I mean, it wasn't like a full tease. It was probably one of the aerial kind of yeah, yeah. performances. But you know, they yeah. were doing like a yeah. sexy sort of burlesque thing. But I think it's also when when I see a girl doing it on another girl, I think, wow, that's really hot. And it's yeah, very yeah. sort of sensual because of like that fluid. feminine energy. Yeah. 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 Best performance I ever saw. I was in London uh, at a club called The Box. Mm, the uh, Box. I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. And some of the shows there were like. It was so full like the images are burnt in my mind both for good and bad but it was the first performance of the night um this it, and now thinking about it yeah it was totally aerial this girl was lowered on a maybe like your moon like a big yeah hoop in the air mm-hmm. and it was marilyn manson's cover of tainted love which just <laughs> I've done al- that one already too. <laughs> 18 year old jai was you know convulsing out of just sheer <laughs> excitement i knew what the song was and this girl gave the best performance and she started in she wasn't wearing much but she had a bubble bath underneath her yeah so between the aerial moves in this hoop the bubble bath and the striptease it was unbelievable and honestly everyone i was there with a, a colleague of mine and she sat there with had the same expression i look at just like mouth open just staring into the distance because it was just it was mind-blowingly good like it, it was it was incredible that old true lies yeah. you know Okay, next. Do I have any? Next and last one. One celebrity or famous person who you would love to tease in the bedroom. Oh, I don't know. Mm. George Clooney? No, I do love <laughs> okay. George Clooney. George Clooney, yeah. yeah good George answer. Yeah. Mm. Chris Hemsworth. That was your answer yeah. last time. You're, you're, you're fascinated with, with like Chris oh, Hemsworth. He's just, he's just the most beautiful man on earth. He's... Anyway, yeah, I'm gonna get out of myself. <laughs> yeah, um, and his name. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going through star. like a, yeah, I'm going through a, a Michael Fassbender. Oh yeah, he's uh, great. Moment, and, yeah. yeah, and and actually, th- you, I don't know if you've actually seen him on talk shows. He's actually a really good dancer as well. So. Really? Oh yeah, so I oh. think him. Yeah, for sure. All right then. Well. <laughs> Thanks so much. This has been so much fun. This has been a really, really great episode. I I could talk for like another two hours, you know. You have to go back to the commune. You have such an interesting history and background. And thanks so much for coming on the show and being so open with us. You're welcome. um, Hopefully our listeners will learn a lot um, from, you know, your experience, but also about how to tease and... Um, for anybody who's listening, I think, you know, you've heard a lot about the tips and techniques we've shared, you know, things like erogenous zones, you know, setting up, you know, sort of physical space, eye contact, all of that. If you've, um, tried them out at home, let us know as well, because we would love to hear from you. Um, 
because we think that you know mastering the art of teas makes you better in bed. What we do you think? <laughs> we all want to be better. We all want to be better in bed.